discussed a little bit. Uh, whenever Tumah is transmitted, so the din is told the same, the level of Tumah goes down. So if I attend a funeral, I'm the Kabul Tumah from the Mace, so I become an Av And if I shake hands with someone who wasn't there, I make him into a Rishon the Tumah. Then the Rishon Latuma, if he touches Zochel Mamashkin, makes it into a Sheni Latuma. So by Chulin, the Tum only goes to the level of Sheni, it doesn't go any further. By Trum, it goes to Shlishi, and by Kotchim, it goes to Ridi Bakodish, and by Poraduma, the Rasha Mishnah is called to Tosefta, by Poraduma, it goes to Chamishi. These Dinim, you can have a Ridi and a Chamishi, on the level of the Rice, it's impossible. The whole thing is only a Chumra Midrabon. <clears throat> so the Gemara in the beginning of Kol uh, Abosar in Chulin most of the parak talks about Abosar B'cholah but the first few blah talk about Nintilus Yadayim so the Gemara there quotes Montana that Nintilus uh, Yadayim is a Takona the Rabban Mitzvah the Shemot Chachamim so Toysus interprets what is he driving at he says Mishum Nikiyos like Nochem also wash the hands before they eat the meal it's uh, hygienic. It's a good idea to wash your hands, to be, have clean hands when you eat. So Taisa says that's one of the reasons why they are misakin. And then by truma, they made a takana, the stamia dai mashnir. So if you're gonna, not only if you're going to eat the truma, if you're going to touch the truma, let's say the waiter is going to touch the truma, and his hands are shiny, he's going to touch the truma, makes it a tishlishi. So no one's allowed to eat that truma. The karim is not allowed to eat it because the truma is tomato, midirabonim. You have to wash them until it's your dayim, not only when you, eat, when you eat truma. Even if you're wearing gloves and you're not touching the truma, you're not going to cause it to become dummy. But still, it made a light plug rabbanon. Even if you're wearing gloves, sometimes the Gemara says, sometimes you're naked. If, if, you, if, uh, if uh, water is not available, then we would be naked to wear gloves to eat the truma. <clears throat> to eat bread with, uh, with gloves is uh, not right. Unless you have a major problem why you can't wash until the time. But to eat truma, we say that Kohanim who are careful about eating truma, they are more careful than Israelim who are eating bread. So the Shaila is when they institute in the Tilashadim for bread for Nikias, is it also Mishum Srach Truma? Because they introduced in Tilashadim when you want to eat truma, when you want to touch truma, when you want to eat truma, to make sure you don't cause it to become tummy. So by Nitilis Adayim, by bread, it's only Mishum Dekiyas. Or is it also Mishum Srach Truma? That by Truma, they introduce a Mishum Tuma. So we mentioned last week, mentioned a few times, the Chayodam writes a suffix. If a person washes Nitilis Adayim, in the middle of eating a sandwich, then he touches Tefillin. He touches Ritzuis. Let's say he's, let's say he's wearing Tefillin when he's eating. So the din is that the, when you touch Tefillin, Tefillin are not Tomei. But if you but if you touch the tefillin, it's metam is hayadaim. What they make such a strange din? Why tefillin metam is hayadaim? They made such a din. They wanted to. They wanted to have a deterrent that people shouldn't touch the sefer Torah. That's mishum kovet sefer Torah. You have to keep your distance a little bit, so you shouldn't be so buddy buddy with the sefer Torah. So the gemara on the last stop in Megillah, the gemara says aich and sefer Torah arum. Nikbar Orum. We spoke about it last week. If you touch the cloth of the Sefer Torah with your bare hands, 
whenever the rolling of the Sefer Torah isn't going well, so you're not allowed to touch the cloth with your bare hands. You have to be mafsik with your talus, like that. You have to keep your distance a little bit. So to serve as a deterrent, so they made a din with the Rabbanon, that who want to touch the Sefer Torah, it's metamis hayadayim, you have to wash your hands all over again. We mentioned last week that there is a Akasha in the Gemara, the end of the first parak in Masechah Shabbos, the Gemara has the Yudches Gzeris, the 18 Gzeris, that the Beishamai voted, outvoted the Beishillah. One day the Beishillah was in the minority. Usually Beishillah, the Beishillah learned in the same Beishmedish. So one day they noticed that the Beishillah, most of the Beishillah were missing. So that day they voted through 18 Gzeris when the Rabbanon, that the Beishillah were there, were opposed to, but they were outvoted. Then the next day, when the rest of the Basil came back, they were masking to the eighteen zeros the Rabban. So that's why when we talk about the the six cases where we paskin like the Beishan against Basil, we don't add six plus eighteen, should add up to twenty four. The eighteen zeros the Rabban and that the Basil who came the next day agreed to that. So there are six cases where the Basil never gave in to the Beishamai. We still be paskin like Beishamai. <clears throat> so the Gemara in the end of the first parak and Shabbos in the middle of the discussion Mishnah just alludes to the Yudchez Gzeret Mishnah doesn't tell you what they are the Gemara gives you the whole list there the end of the first parak and Masech Shabbos so the uh, <clears throat> so the Gemara asks the Kasha there that doesn't read straight so Tosis works very hard to knock sense into the Kasha and the Ran on the Rif on that Gemara says no the kasha is based on the assumption that if you wash until it's a dime in advance, then you are permitted to touch the cloth for the Sefer Torah. It's only also to touch the cloth for the Sefer Torah. If it's people usually all day long, if they're not careful, they'll touch they'll touch dirty things, they'll touch their shoes, they'll touch all kinds of filthy things. So they made a dim that you have to, you're not allowed to touch the parchment of the Sefer Torah unless you wash your hands in advance. So if you assume like that, that like that run, Tesis does not hold like that run. So that's why Tesis has great difficulty knocking sense into the Gemara's Kasha. But the run learns Pashab Shatting Gemara. The Kasha was based on the assumption that it's permissible to touch the cloth if he washed until the Siddhartha then. So he mentioned that on, on Purim, on Purim, a lot of people like to have their own Kosha Megillah. <clears throat> Just in case they miss a word from the Balkari, then they can read from the unless they know the drop. Most people don't know the drop, so it does make sense they should read their own Megillah, they're gonna be missing the drop. Balkari assume does know the drop. So more correct is you should listen to the Balkari. But if you miss the word, rather than reading from a printed Chumash, which would be good Bidiyavid, if the Raiv of the Kri is Mithaksav and the Miyut is Balper, from a printed Chumash that's called Balper. So, but you want to be in everything should be so, so a lot of people like to hold on to their own Megillah when, when the Balkar is laying the Megillah but you're not allowed to touch the, the parchment you're not allowed to touch the parchment so how is it mutter so, the, so we explain the Beisiyosef writes that it's mutter mitam svek sveke if you wash until it's a dime in advance so according to the Iran, there's no Easter. And even according to Taisus, it doesn't agree. Even if you wash until it's a diamond, you're still not allowed to touch the cloth. But the Gemara's lotion is, The Gemara only says Sefer Torah. The Gemara never said it about Nevi'im Maksud. 
So the Beis quotes a machloikis whether this prohibition applies to Nevi'im Aksuvim or not. But the Nevi'im even if you hold the prohibition, the touch the Sefer Torah Orem is restricted only to Sefer Torah, doesn't apply to Nevi'im Aksuvim, but the Nevi'im Aksuvim are still metamis hayadayim, that everybody agrees, that the Gzeret the Rabbonon, that if you touch Kisra HaKodesh metamis hayadayim, is to serve as a deterrent to prevent people from touching the club. So it's a good question. If you hold the Issa doesn't apply to Nevi'im Aksuvim, why does the Tumas Hayadayim apply? It's a good kasha, but that's beverish in the Gemara. The Gemara has a machlekes whether how many kisvei hakodesh are there, how many swarm are there in Tanakh, there are chamishul chum shetur. Then you have the nevim uksuvim. Are there twenty three or twenty four? So we assume there are twenty four kisvei hakodesh, and Megillah Esther is one of them. And for many generations, there was a big dispute. Tanoim and Amoraim had an ongoing debate whether Megillah Esther is part of the Tanakh or not. When they found the um, the Svarim in the caves in, in Eretzizor years ago, the Cameron Caves or whatever it's called. So they only found 23. They didn't find the Megillah Sesta. So the archaeologists weren't sure whether that community followed that Shita. And Megillah Sesta is not part of Tanakh. So they didn't have it together with the other 23. Maybe it was out on loan and someone didn't give it back. Every uh, library is missing uh, from a set of uh, encyclopedias. They're always missing one volume. Someone took a volume out and they never brought it back. Everybody's missing swarm. <clears throat> so the so the Gemara's Machlech says whether Esther is Metamis Eredaim. Esther is not Metamis Eredaim. Even now you hold, even if you hold that it's mutted to touch the Kalafa of the Megillus Esther without Natilus Eredaim. It's even if you hold it's mutted, but it's still it's Metamis Eredaim. So the same thing with Tefillin. We assume it's permissible, let's say, they touch the Eitz Chaim of a Sefer Torah. That's what the Eitz Chaim is for, to touch the wooden handle, that you shouldn't touch the cloth. But if you touch the Eitz Chaim, it is Ben Tamis So that led some Achroinim to say, in Magad Avram, quotes Achroinim before him, will say, when you get an Aliyah, you really shouldn't hold on to the Eitz Chaim of the Sefer Torah. You should be mafsik with Yitalis. So the Magad Avram says it's a, it's a, a Chumrah, it's a big chumrah, because that's why they made the Eitz Chaim, that you shouldn't touch uh, the cloth. So if a person wants to do that, you shouldn't make it too conspicuous. You should try, if you want to hold on to the Eitz Chaim with, uh, with your talus, rather than hold uh, with your bare hands, you should try to do it in a non-conspicuous way. Right. What would a person do if he gets hagba? By definition, you have to... Like, he got no choice, okay. He got no choice. There's no room for any chumrah, okay. Unless it's going to be, uh, you can do it, but it's going to be very noticeable that he's holding with the talus here. Yeah. So we said the Chayyodim had this suffix. If a person is in the middle of eating a sandwich and he washed until it's a dime in advance, then he touches the tefillin, he touches his ritzuas. Pashtun says he's certainly permitted to touch the ritzuas. That's what the ritzuas are for. You should put on the tefillin. It's mutter to put on the tefillin. Even though the tefillin is metamis ayadayim, if you touch from metamis ayadayim, but you're, you're allowed to hold with your bare hands. So that's a suffix in the chayyodam. If a person washed for bread, in the middle of eating bread, then he touches the tefillin. Does he have? Is he required now to wash his to wash his hands again? We say since the tefillin are metamis ayadayim, he has to wash again. So the shaila is: it's going to help if I wash my hands to remove the tuma. I'm a tamei meis. I went to a funeral. I'm a tamei meis. Is an avhatume. The hint is only a chumim with abundant. Yet, I stop me at Does it help? 
we usually have a din. A person is toivel the sheretz beyond. A person is toivel in a mikvah and he's holding on to the dead sheretz. So what does the tefillah in the mikvah help? So that's a question. If a person is toivel the sheretz beyond, they say the tumah from before he removed, but now he becomes tummy again. When he comes out of the mikvah, when he takes the hand out of the mikvah, so he's still holding on to the sheretz. So the first tumah he got rid of. But being toivel the sheretz, let's say, is not so tight. He's not holding on so tight that there's no water in between his finger and the sheretz and the dead and the dead sheretz. <clears throat> so there's no chatzitza. The sheretz is not a chatzitza with his hand. So the tefillah and the mikveh helped to remove the tumor from before. But now he gets a new tumor, or do you say no? Table of the sheretz biyoda prevents you from having the tahara in the first place. There's no tahara at all. So some rishonim say like that. Some the, the Rambam gives the moshel. It could be it's a Gemara also. The Ramam Hilchas Tshuva says, if a person says Vidui, and he never really did Tshuva, that's Toivol V'sheretz B'yadoi. So if a person says Vidui and he doesn't do Tshuva, it's nothing with nothing. That's nothing. Nobody says that. You say Vidui, all the old sins are forgiven. But because you didn't really do Tshuva, so you have again? Why? Mm. Why? No, the Vidui, when a person doesn't Tshuva, is worth it. Absolutely worth it. So from the fact that I think the Gemara has that lotion, person says, and he didn't do tshuva toivol v'sheretz It sounds like sheretz biyoda prevents the tefillah from being mitahir. So in the beginning, in the in the beginning of Maseches Megillah, there's a beferisha machloikas harishonim about this. If a person is a tomei meis and he has a lesser tuma, and 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 he's he goes to the mikveh, can he get rid of the lesser tuma if he has a bigger tuma on him? He has a bigger tumor. So, so it's a machlekes on the level of the raisa. Is it possible to get rid of the tumor? So that's a question. Does it, does it mean anything today? When we are tomei mace, everybody's a tomei mace. Whoever ever attended a funeral is an afa tumor. And the hands, your daim ashnir saying. So if you, if you wash until it's a daim, this will succeed in removing the tumors of your daim. Or they say, no, it's terrible of the body. Can't get rid of the tumasaydim. So if you can't get rid of the tumasaydim, so what's the whole takon? You have to wash your bread. You have to. It's only mishum dekiyos. It's only mishum dekiyos. It's only shaykh to say that it's both mishum dekiyos and mishum strach truma. Is it also because of a? They made a takon. You have to wash your hands if you're eating truma. But I'm not a kohen. I never eat truma. So the machmer and the rabbanon that everybody who's eating bread has to wash. So that those who eat truma should remember that they have to wash their hands before they eat truma, before they touch truma, because that's the question. Did they make the gzera that, that we observe today? Nobody's eating any truma today because we're all tummy mace. Even the Kohanim, if they once attended a funeral, so the tummy mace, they, they're not allowed to attend the funeral of a non-relative, but one of the seven relatives, they do attend the funeral. So they're probably, uh, most of them who lost their relative, Atomi <clears throat> So that's a shaila. That's the suffix of the Chaye Odom. What's the suffix of the Chaye Odom? When until this you're dying for bread, is only Mishum Nikias, or it's also Mishum Srach Truma, Mishum Tuma, or maybe the suffix is. Maybe he's not sure. Is it possible to say that it's Mishum Srach Truma? So how is it today? Any, everybody's tummy mace. So it's not shot to remove the tumor. 
Tumas Aidan because it's Tevel the Sheres Beyad. He has the bigger Tumas. He has a Tumas Ames on his whole body. How can he get rid of the Tumas Ayadaim if he has a Tumas Mace? It's a little long for Anyway, that's the Shaila. This whole piece of Gemara that we're learning about the Tumas Ayadaim and everything. This absolutely doesn't apply to Zmanazah. Everybody, everybody is Tommy today. So all these dinim don't apply. But we, we left off in the middle of the discussion here. Hey, where are we? On the top of Nun Beis on the base, on the second line. The Maikam Befligi, what's Machlech? It's Bisham and Misil. Bisham and Sabri also, there's Tamish Beklish and it's Machur Bemashkin. The whole thing, it's a Chumra on top of the Chumra. Mashkim can't be an Avatuma, because called Abishain Latar Mikveh, Eidanasa Avatuma. That's the Gemara at the end, the last Tomit base in Erevin. And Oklam and Mashkim have no Tarb and Mikveh. And even though Mayim Rashi, whenever <coughs> the Gemara brings this up, so Rashi always brings up the issue. Even though water that's Tomei has Tarb and Mikveh, if you do Hashoke, so Rashi says that's me Dinzria. Because there's a Pasig Novi. So when you have water that's tummy and you pour it into a, you, you take a cup with the water that's tummy and dip it into the mikveh. So there's a hashoka, there's a connection between the meha mikveh and the water that's tummy in the cup. So that's metahir, the water. So that's not that water has tar of the mikveh. Water that, that's connected with a mikveh that's attached to the ground is considered as if you planted it in the ground. It's not planted, it doesn't take any roots. Fruits and vegetables he can plant in the ground, they can take roots. But uh, water can't take, but that's a pus. So if you have, let's say, an apple became tome, or potato became tome, and you can't be toivalin in a mikveh, but if you plant it in the ground, then it takes root, it takes a while, it takes a couple of days until it's going to take root. Once it takes root, it's mechubalakarka, so then mechubalakarka, the tumor disappears. So that's so. Mayim, Oklam and Mashkim, Mayim can never be an Avhatum. They can never be Metami Odom. Because be Metami Odom and Kalim and the Gemara says on the first half in Babakam and based on Menalaf. Only an Avhatum or above could be. So mime can never be an avatum because they know tarab and mikvah. So it can never on the level of the rice and mime can never be mitami odem. But the rabbanon they made this din, and usually whenever tumah is transmitted, let's say stami daimashni is saying. So if I touch tumah, stami daimashni is saying the rabbanon. So if I touch tumah, I'll passel it. I make it into a shlishi, and it's possible to cut him and not allowed to and not allowed to eat that uh, that tumah. Uh, so they made a din with Rabbanon, whatever Pasal's truma will cause Mayim to become an Av HaTumah, even though the whole thing is impossible. How can, how can, uh, it causes Mayim to become a Rish on the Tumah. Even though Yadai Mashniya said that when the Tumah is transmitted, it should make the water into a Shlishi the Tumah, and there's no Shlishi by Chulin. So that's a Chumrah on top of a Chumrah, that since Yadayim will Pasal Tumah, so if I if I touch mashkim, I make the mashkim into a rishon letuma, and then that rishon letuma can 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 be metami other things. 
So that's the machlekes hatanaim of it. B'shamis are also the shamis beklish intma. Then a level of the rice on the level of the rice. There's no such thing as the outside of the klis tummy, the inside of the klis tar. Either the whole klis tummy, the whole klis tummy, like the body. You can't say my hands are ta- on the level of the rice. The hands are shneis, and the rest of the body is tar. It doesn't exist. Such a concept doesn't exist on the level of the rice. That's why when a person is tummy, he has to be table on the mikveh. After maim should kogel for all the behem of asachas. You can't be table one arm at a time and one the, the next arm, then one leg and the next leg. A person, some people are afraid of water, so they're afraid they're going to drown. So if a woman is married and she has to go to mikveh, she's afraid of water. It's going to be a big problem. She she has to be table kogel for all the bevasachas. Can't be table one organ at a time. A whole body has to be submerged under the water. The vasachas. Yeah. So again, so the Gemara explains that this machlekes, Beshan and Misila, where they wash until it's a dime before Mazikas Hakais, or after, the, starts with the machlekes that Beshan held also. Also, this Thomas Beklishin, it's Machur Bemashkin. Zermishum Nitzaitzes. Nitzaitzes was in a fill up the cup and some of it may overflow. How often does that happen? Let's say you have a cup on the table and you pour soda or you pour water or whatever you pour, you pour tea. How often does it happen that it overflows and the liquid that you meant should go inside the container spills on the outside, spills over? Usually it does not happen. So that's the machlekes over here, Bishama and Bishol. So Bishama say, we don't, you're not allowed to use a kli, Achura vatome, even though the inside is not tome. That funny case. The outside is tome, the inside is not tome. On the level of the rice, it doesn't exist. It's only if it's only a tume, the rabbanan. So the kli was nitma because of yadayim or something like that. So, also the shamish beklish and din pachur be mashkin gzer mishum, nitsoitzes, a chashash that may, the mashkin inside may overflow. And then it'll become tummy because of the outside. And then the person will become tummy by touching the mashkin. So therefore, the Bishamah Hall, like on the Migs, the Shamitama Mashkin should be a dying because, because they hold you not allowed to use a coast that the outside is tummy. Bizos, Amutta, Hamklish, and Pachur Mashkin. It's such a loshkich. How often does it happen that you fill up a cup and it spills? Very rare. So Bizilla hold that that's a milsa loshkich. They don't agree with Bishamah's Gzeira. So Basil will hold, you are permitted to use a kli that the outside is tummy. So therefore, if you're going to wash until it's a dime before you do mezik sakois, so then um, he may have some drop. He, he's supposed to dry your hands if you do it until it's a dime. It may not fully dry his hands. And maybe the droplets of water, the droplets of water are much less than, than a revius. Much less than a revius. That's what the Rajbot points out in Masech Shabbos. You see from this Gemara that mashkim ha-metameachem ochlim ha-mekabal tume, even if it's less than a kibetza, but it's not metameacherem unless it has the volume of a kibetza. The shayla is whether ochlim less than a kibetza ha-mekabal tume, is that the rice or is that the rabbonim? That's a, that itself, Machlok is Rashi and Tosis. Rashi holds that that is a din de raisa, echlo pochus mikebetsa is mekabal tumim in a Torah, but it's not metame acherim. It's not metame acherim, period. And, um, 
And the Rabbi Tam disagrees with Rashi the way he interprets a few Gemaras. Rabbi Tam says that Oichol Pochus Mikabetz is only Mikabel Tumim Midirabbonim. It's the same Shir. To be Mikabel Tumim on the level of the Rice is the same Shir. It's not Mikabel Tumim unless it has a Kibetz. And if it has a Kibetz, it's Mikabel Tumim Minatar, then it's Mentam Yacherim. And the fact that Oichol less than a Kibetz is Mikabel Tumim, not Mitarachim, that's only Midirabbonim. Minatar is not Mikabel Tumim at all. Rashi holds that Oichel Pochus Mikabetze is Mikabel Tume Minatur, but the Tamechem you need a Kibetze. But by Mashkim, the Rashbot points out, you see from this Gemara, when you, when you filled up a cup and some of the f- liquid that you have inside the cup overflows and it's on the outside of the cup. So you're talking, how much liquid is it going to be already? It's not going to be a Revia, it's going to be droplets. Or how much water does he have? He washed, according to the Shana, you have to wash until the time. Then he dries his hands. So he may not dry his hands fully. There may be some droplets of water on the surface of his hand. Not can have a radius of water on his hands. He didn't dry his hands at all. He just have a few droplets. And nonetheless, those few droplets are metamiacherim mid the rabbonon. That's metamiacherim the rabbonon. So you see from the Gemara, you don't need a shear, even less than a, a radius. By Yochum, you do need a shear, metamiacherim. You need the kibetza. But by Mashkim, you don't need a shear. Showing. So that we did. Then the Gemara says, Davracher, another suggested pshat and basilo. Why they say you should first do Mazikas HaKais and then do Nitilus HaDaim. So the first explanation was because the Lishitosm, they hold you allowed to use a Kli, that the outside is Tame. <coughs> so if you're going to wash Nitilus HaDaim first, then there's a concern. The outside of the Kli will be Matami, the Mashkim, and my hands. And then it'll be time the hands and the whole story. So the, you'll undo the whole Natilus Adan. Another reason why Bissullah recommend you should not do the Natilus Adan first. Because take Natilus Adan Suda, just like we have a din on Membase, the Taptai said, just as the Gemara and Daf Membase. Take it with Natilus Adan Broche. You shouldn't be Mafsik in between my Machrenim and Birchus Hamazan. So our Gemara says, take him Natilus Adan Suda. You shouldn't be mafsik in between the Natilis Yadayim before Hamoitzi and the reciting of Hamoitzi. It doesn't say in our latter talk. Shouldn't be Mesiyach Das. You shouldn't talk about the long conversations. There's a Chumr, you don't talk at all. But that's a Chumr. You're allowed to, to, someone asked you a question, you're allowed to say yes, no, maybe, and so on. That's what we mentioned. The Nadi Behuda complained that uh, the, the people are machme after they washed. After they say the bracha on the tilsa, and say, don't talk at all, they don't say boo, till they say hamoitzi. And in between the tilsa diamond, saying the bracha, the meaning of the balatos is that you say the bracha after the tilsa diamond. So in between the, the mitzvah, the tilsa diamond, and the bracha, they talk all kinds of things. They talk the whole time. And they say psukim, and they say, they talk to each other, he says, the ike hefsik is then, in between the tilsa diamond and the bracha. Just like if you would recite the Birchaz HaMitzvah before the Mitzvah. And then you talk in between the Birchaz HaMitzvah and the Mitzvah. You have to repeat the Bracha. The Bracha is not Mitzvah for the Mitzvah if you talk in between. So too, if you have the meaning of the Baliyatosh, the Sayana Tilsadayim at the end. So if you talk in between the Mitzvah and the reciting of the Bracha, the Bracha will not be Mitzvah to the Mitzvah. But the Mitzvah you did already. You heard to the Mitzvah that he ever without the Bracha. So then the bracha would be a bracha about Torah. So he complains about that. Why everybody uh, talks? Everybody does talk. They do shaloi kedin. They're machver, not after you say the bracha until the time. They don't talk at all. He said, that's a chumrah. 
and then you're allowed to talk. You shouldn't be misiach das talk about other things. But you're allowed to talk a little bit. So everyone's machmer on that. And then on the Ikad din of Hefsek, not to talk in between the Asir Samitzvah and the Brocha that you're going to recite after the Asir Samitzvah, that everybody's makeli says it's not right. So the Gemara goes, Basilo gave another reason why. Take them until the time soon. Gemara asks, why did Basilo need another explanation? Why? First explanation they gave was good. The Gemara says, no, hachi kalahu, Basilo, Beshama. Lead it through the Amrita, also the Shamash, Beklish, Achur, Tamim, the Gazminim, Shimni, Tsoitsois. You hold you're not allowed to use such a cleat. The Basilo held you're allowed to use a cleat at the outside is Tamim. So if you all, you're allowed to use a cleat outside this tummy, then we understand why you shouldn't wash until it's a dime in advance, because you're going to wash, you may have nitsoitzes, you may have droplets of water on your hand, and then the outside of the cleat will be metame, the water on the hand, and the one on the hand will be metame, the, the hand. Then the whole until it's a dime that he did is a butler mevutam. So the, so the Gemara says, Basila to argue with Beishamai, even according to you, and you hold also the Thomas B'Klish Achur to me, because we're in Mishim Litzaitzais, yeah. So according to Beishamai, the concern that Basil brought up doesn't apply, because you're not allowed to use a cleave at the outside of the stomach. For the Hachi Hadifa, the Tegnus Daim Sudim. You should always have an Atilus Daim immediately before you say Hamoitzi. You shouldn't have it at the beginning. I'm going to wash Atilus Daim because I plan to have Hamoitzi in another 10 minutes. And in between the until the time, and I'm going to do, uh, uh, I'm going to do mezikah sakos. It's not a smart idea. So the so the argue with the beishamai. It's not a smart idea because you always have to have until the time immediately before. Okay, good. Then the next gemara is also about the third issue in the Mishnah, which again doesn't apply bismanazeh. In the third line in the Mishnah, on Nun Alephim Beis, Veshamiyam Notalim Layadayim, no, that we just did. Then the fourth line in the Mishnah, Veshamiyam Mekanech Yada Bimapa, Menicha Al Hashulchan. He has a, an, a, a cloth napkin, and he wipes his hands off, he wipes his face off. Mekanech Yada Bimapa, Menicha Al Hashulchan, he leaves on the table. You shouldn't leave it on the table. Allah kesses. What's that machlokes? What's that machlokes? Taner Abanan. The Sefta explains more than the Mishnah. Usually, Sefta adds more detail. B'sham yarmin b'kanech yada b'mapo minicha al hashulchan shemata oimer Allah kesses. Ve'vishami itam mashkim shebimapa machmas hakesses. The kesses. He has a pillow on the side. So the kesses may be tomei. So the kesses is going to be tomei. And he's, let's say, he's drying his hands off on the mapa, so not all the water will be absorbed into the mapa. Sometimes you'll have a droplet of water on top of the towel, on top of the uh, cloth napkin. Shim. Shim atoema ala kesses. The kesses can be the... the the pillow can be told me. There is a mitam mashkim shabimapa machmasa kesses. There may be droplets of water. If the droplets of water are absorbed in the mapa, then there's no water. But if they're not absorbed, maybe a droplet of water on the surface of the mapa. So then shemitam mashkim shabimapa machmasa kesses. The kesses can be told me. The axe will be itamu. 
So then you just undid the whole Tumas Ayadayim. The whole Natilas Ayadayim that he did, he just undid. So the Gemara asked the Kasha, but if the Kesses is Tame, even the Tame Kesses le Mapa, the Gemara is just concerned, the Bishamah are concerned, you shouldn't leave the Mapa on the Kesses, because the Kesses could be Metame. The kesses could be metame the water. Maybe there'll be a droplet of water on the surface of the towel, on the surface of the uh, napkin, and there'll be makabletum from the kesses. Why do you need a droplet of water? Directly, without any droplets of water. If the kesses is tummy, the Gemara says, no, enkli metame kli. It can't be. Enkli. A kli is only mekabel tumah from uh, an av or above. Adam mekalem only mekabel tumah from an av or above. So the original kli, the original kli is a original tumah. So it can't be metami the next kli. So the Gemara says when metami keses legavra gufei. But the kesses is tummy, the pillow is tummy. So if the person touches the pillow, why is the mitami him? So Gemara says, no, enkli mitami adam. The same thing. Just like enkli mitami klis, enkli, uh, klis adam kabotuma from an oven above. And over here, uh, the kli was only a rishon of the tumma, it's not an oven. Bishul say, when he's in the middle of the meal and he has a cloth uh, napkin to dry his hands, or to wipe off his face. He doesn't want the soup to be on his face if he has a beard. The soup is going to be on the beard, so he wants to wipe everything off. So Basil say, you should leave, you should leave the, um, the mapa, the cloth towel, on the kesses, which you tell me why. Maybe there'll be droplets of water on the mapa, and the shulchan will be metamei. The shulchan is tamei. So then it comes out, he's going to be eating ochlen uh, metameim, and it'll make him tamei. That's the tumas So the Gemara asks, so why are you only concerned maybe the droplets of water on the mapa will be makabal tumei from the shulchan? And they will be, and they will be metami the ochlem. Why don't you just say metami shulchan the directly? Moses, <coughs> we're talking about a shulchan that's only tami yasheni, yasheni also shlishi bechulin. So it can't be metami the ochlem directly. Shlishi is only by truma or by kachim. So you don't have shlishi bechulin. But if you have mashkim, then then it does. Why? Because. Whenever the mashkin become tummy, may the rabbanon they go up a madrega. It becomes a rishon latuma. So mm-hmm. the rishon can cause if the rishon will touch the oichlam, will touch the, cause the oichlam to become a sheni. When the person will eat the oichlam to mayim and make him tuma sagvia. Sure. So that's what the more answers. Hacha b'shulchan sheni askin sheni also shlishi bichon eloidei mashkan. Why come to What what's the root of the machlokes like before? The root of the machlekes was whether it's permissible, whether it's permissible to use on the second line for that. Bishamay Savri, 
Also, this Tamish Beklishin Machur Bemashkin, we still hold that it's Mutter. Here also, what was the root of the Machle Bishamasari? Also, this Tamish Bishulchan Shani. You're not allowed to use such a Shulchan, even though you're reading Chulin. If you have Truma and you put it on the table, and the table is a Shani, table is a Shani, a table, on the level of the ice, the table can never be a Shani. A table is a Kalim, Kalim and Olim, a Kabul Tuma from an Avat Tuma, a Lake Erishan. It can't become a Shani. The whole thing that the Shulchan is a Shani is only with the Rabbanon. It touched uh, Mashkim Tameim, which are Rishon. Why Mashkim Tameim? If Mashkim Tameim are, are a Rishon with the Rabbanon, how are they Metamei, the Shulchan? The Kalim are only Mekabotumah from uh, an Avatum or above. How, how is the Shulchan Mekabotumah from the Mashkim? That's what Rashi and Amar Aleph explained, the bottom two lines in Rashi. Why? Because there's such a thing as Mayonis Hazav. Roko me Miraglov and Zobo Shalazav. So there is such a thing that the Mayonis Hazav, these fluids, have the status like an Avatuma. An Avatuma can be Mitame Kalim. So they made a Dimit Rabbanon that Mayim, which is an Avatuma, is not Mayonis. Mayim is, is, is a Rish on the Tumim Rabbanon. If it would have been Mayana Sazav, it would have been an Afatum, it would have been Metame or the Mekalim. So the Rabbana made it in that all Mashkim, that a Makabultum, even a Makabultum of a Mashani. The Mayim, the, the Mashkim will become uh, a Rishan Latuma. <clears throat> So that's the machloek of b'sham yisrael. But my comment is b'sham yisabi. You're not allowed to use such a shulchan. truma. If you put truma on the table, the table is a sheni. Sheni also shlishi. So the truma will become possible. So even though I'm not a kohen, I never eat truma. B'sham yisrael the made gzera the rabbanon. Also, this tamish b'shulchan sheni gzera mishum mechlei truma. If I'll do it eating chulin, so the kohanim may by mistake do it, even though they're eating truma. That's how the Gemara says, Kohanim are more careful because they have to be careful about eating Truma, not touching Truma in the state of Truma. But the Kohanim are more alert when it comes to these kind of things. There's a Rashi in Psochim. Rashi in Psochim says, Kohanim Zrizimheim, Daloshan appears in a few places in the Gemara. Kohanim Zrizimheim. So the Rashi says over there because and the base Amigdosh, when they're bringing the Korbanas Tzibur, because it has to be under the supervision of the Beznagodl. Beznagodl meets in the base Amigdosh. Some of the members of the Beznagodl are supervising the Kohanim and the base Amigdosh, or Makrib the Korbanas, to make sure that they're doing everything properly. That's Kohanim Zrizmeim. Healing Mara says, Kohanim Zrizmeim, there's no Beznagodl on their tail watching them over here. That's a Chiddush, what the Bisham I say. You don't have to make exera to kohanim, because Don't know to be careful with truma, but we're talking. They're eating chulin now. They're not talking about truma. So that's machlek. The bishamay says, "Is there an iser mid the rabbanon that you're not allowed to use a shulchan that's a sheni shulchan sheni for chulin?" Because the Kohanim may see that I'm using a shulchan that's tam, and they may do the same for truma. 
So we still hold that Kohanim has reason for him, even though there's not in the base of Mignosh. Shine. Then the Gemara says, Dabracher, another reason for the Basilal is, and until it's time to call him in a Torah. So you don't have to be machmer so much on the, on the chashash that maybe everything will become tamik. Says my dovrach, why do you need another reason? He just gave a whole explanation. So the gemara says hachi kamei lehu besilu bisham echitem mashna gabi yochlim lechashinon mashna gabi yadaim lechashinon. So the answer is by yadaim the whole tumas hayadaim is only mid the rabba and until the time chul men atur mutam sheitam yadaim leisbuhu ikam mid the rabba yadaim mashay. Yeah, conflicting considerations in all of these chumras. Okay. Shine. Shine. Then there's another, there was a, another machlekes bishame besilo. That uh, also, it doesn't come up as manazer. Shaila is, in the days of the Tanoim, until recently, until a few centuries ago, everybody ate everything with their hands. When you had a chicken, so you rip off a piece of chicken when you had a piece of flesh. They ate it with their hands. They didn't have forks and knives and spoons. They ate everything with their fingers. So the din is that you have to wash, uh, you have to wash my machrain before you bench. Because kishem shem zuam, posel hakrabes, so to yidam zaham is absolutely broken. So you're not allowed to bench. If your fingers are sticky, your fingers are dirty, you're not allowed to bench. So the Gemara has a machlekes hatanoim. What do you do first? So Tan Rabbanon Mishnah has in the Tosefta has in more by Bisham Yamim mechabnim mishabayis. You take away. There's a dinner baltashchis. You're not allowed to waste good food. So if you have, let's say, crumbs from the challah, you add a loaf of bread, and there are crumbs, and each crumb is less than a kazayas. Usually crumbs are less than a kazayas. So then there's no isa baltashchis on that. So you can wash my machroinim on the table, on the tablecloth around the table, and the my machroinim is going to be dirty, sticky water, water, and it's going to make a mess out of the crumbs on the table. So if the crumbs on the table are less than a kazayas, then there's no Yisad Baltashchis. But the crumbs on the table may be more than a Kazais. Then there is an Yisad Baltashchis. I say, first, first, you have to take off all of the bigger, larger pieces of bread on the table, and only afterwards do It's an Yisad of, uh, of Baltashchis. You're ruining, you're ruining, you're ruining the, uh, the Chalam. So you have to Mechabna Mishabais means first you take off the larger pieces of bread that are more than that. I put them away somewhere. And the smaller pieces you can wash until it's a dime and you're going to wrap everything up and throw it out in the garbage. Fine. Avon until it's a dime. But to wash until it's a dime before you clear the table off and the bigger pieces not allowed. To my time, Mishum Pirurim. You may have pieces of bread that are larger than the Kazais and they are subject to the din of Baltash. Who's the waiter over here? So, so they still will say, if the Shamas is a Tamachacham, not al Pirurim, he will take the Pirim Sheishman Gazas and the Sheman Gazais. So, therefore, 
therefore the they still will say you you can do it until the Shadaim. You don't you don't have to uh, be careful to take off the pieces of bread. The shamans will take it off. So this whole assumption and this Tosefta supports what Rabbi Yechonah claims. There's no Easter about Tashchis on that. So what's the Machlekes Bisham Abisal? Well, you have to clear off the, the pieces of bread that are more than a Kazai's. Basil will say, the Shamas will take it off. But my Kambafligi, Umar says, Basil Sabi also the Shamas Bisham Sham Haaretz. So the, sham, the one, the waiter, has to be a Tamachacham. So the Tamachacham is going to take off the pieces that have Kazai. You don't have to take it off. You don't have to be Machab Nemesabais. You don't have to be Machab at the table before you wash my Machainim. The waiter will take care of that. And Misham, I say that it's mutter, mutter the Stam Misham Misham So therefore they say you have to, you have to take up the pieces of bread that have more than a kazais before you wash my makarani. You can't rely on the Shamas because it's this Shamai hold that it's mutter the Stam Misham Misham Horitz. And Misham will say also the Stam So the waiter will take care of it. You don't have to worry about it. That's a shayla. How do we paskin? In all of these cases, b'sil l'sham. How do we? So usually, we always paskin like b'sil all against b'sham. Here it's a shayla. Amar Rabbi Yisma Yochanino, Amar Rav Huna, b'chulei pirkan alochik b'sil l'sham. Bar meho with respect to this one, the alochik b'shamai that is muta l'shamish b'sham shamar. So b'shem asni yipcha. So this Tosis has a discussion. But anami alochik b'sil. Okay, shayla had a paskin. So these these. These three dinim are not relevant because we're all, everybody's tummy. Everybody's tummy. Everything we do is the tumah. We don't have all of these uh, concerns. Towards the end of the Baishani, they introduced so many chumras, it was impossible to function. Okay, let's start the next parak. Parak Haroya. Haroya Makmashan Asabon Nisim Yisrael. What is Makmashan Asabon Nisim Yisrael? Rashi says, "Kigon hanach dektani lekama." On the Mishnah, this is the whole parak. Usually, have a Mishnah of five, six lines, and you have a Gemara. That have another Mishnah, and you have a few lines of Gemara. Here, you have the whole parak Mishnayis, and then you have the Gemara. It has the commentary. You're not going to have any more Mishnayis here, and the last parak. It's another ten block till the end. This is the whole parak of Mishnayis. So Rashi says later in the Mishnah, the Mishnah gives Marbus Hayam. Where Yamsuf was split, and Bnei Yisrael left Mitzrayim, there was Kriyas Yamsuf. So if you know where that location is, you say, "Rohat Hashem Lokan Machon Shasisa Shasan Nisim Lavasena B'Makom Azeh." Or Marbus Hayarden in the days of Yeshua Ben Nun, when they crossed over the Yarden, also the Yarden split. Nachal Arnon, when they were traveling in the midbar the forty years, there was a Mok Mishan Asibod Nis Lavasena. The brachas always start Baruch Hatoh. Every bracha is like that. Baruch Hatoh Shah. Shakon Yad Bidvaro. You don't say Shakon Yad Bidvarecha. You switch from Loshan Nuchach to Loshan Nista. Say Rosa Baruch Hatoh Shah Makam Kharalam. You don't say Shah Sisan Nisma Lavasenam. Say Shah Osan Nisma Lavasenam. I'm Mokamazim. We switch from from Nuchach to Nista. So the Gemara has a comment. We know how to know that the proper practice is to recite the bracha 
if HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't ask, the Omar Kuali, Omar Yisrael, yesterday said, Baruch Hashem, Shehitzel, Eschem, Miyad, Mitzrayim. So then Igmore asks, the Mishnah only says, Yisrael, Baruch Hashem, Mokim, Shenasa, Bones, Nisim, Li, Yisrael. Marbus Hayam, where Kriyas Yamsev occurred, when Yerusha Benun crossed over the Yardin, only said, the Gemara says, on Nisad, the Rabbi Mavachin, on Nisad, the Yochad, Lomim Vachin, only if the Nesad occurred to all of Kolal Yisrael. The Nesad occurred to a private person. The guy was driving in the mountains, and he got into a crash, and he almost got killed. And he was Nitzel. So next year, when he drives in the same location, does he say, Baruch HaTor, Shoas and Nisim, Shoas and Nisim, Ba'amokam Azeh. So the Mishnah says, he only said, Baruch HaTor, Shoas and Nisim, that a whole Kolal Yisrael, Shoas and Nisim, Ba'amokam Azeh, Ba'amokam Azeh. We know it's not true. Who gavra once upon a time there was a person he was traveling a location he was attacked by a lion he was also so yes do I say a bracha the rabbi said whenever you pass by that location where the lion attacked the almost got killed you should recite the bracha. Berich, recite the bracha. Baruch Hashem l'kerem l'choelam. Shos alinez ma mokam That's one story. Then a question, another story. My brother Ravina was traveling. Pixar, there are always different location. With Tzachal he was thirsty, and he was b'sakona. He didn't have anything to do. Sabel leniso, and every leyena demaya. In the middle of nowhere, uh, uh, water started to shoot up. When he was there originally, there was no mayonis there. And he didn't dig any wells, which I happened by itself. The Ishti, and he drank the water, and his life was saved. So Zim Nechoda ha because of the same person. The same person was traveling, who was in Marbe de Ravina, was traveling in a different place. Ristiko de Machuz, a different place. Gamla Pritza, a crazy camel attacked him. It's Pakale Ashisa, so the uh, Ashisa is a wall. There was a building, and it had a wall. And part of the wall fell down, so he ran inside the building. So the crazy camel couldn't attack him anymore. The camel didn't know how to get into the house. So the Gemara says, When he went to the first where the place where the nest occurred, he said the following, When he came to Ristika de Machuza, he said, So whenever, he, even a nest of a yochet, also you say, so why did the Mishnah only say Anes, Hamokim Shenasim Anisim to the whole Klav Yisrael? So the Gemara says, Gemara says they're both correct. Amri, the answer is Anisim the Rabbim Kuli Amma Mechayv LeBruche. All of Klav Yisrael have to say the Brach. Anisim the Yochid only Ihu Chayv LeBruche. So the Vilna Goyin Adzan that the Goyinim and the Rif have Ihu Ubrei Ubarbrei, the one to whom the Nes occurred. And the children who were born afterwards, if he would have been devoured by the lion, if he would have been devoured by the, he would have been kicked uh, by the crazy camel, he would have been dead. And he wouldn't have had any descendants. So those who were born, those who were, who he made his wife pregnant after this nest occurred. So they, the children and the grandchildren, from after the nest, I'm to recite this, Baruch Baruch HaTosh Lavi, or the Ashanes, the Savishali, by Mokamazer. 
So that's what the Gemara says. And they said the rabbim, everybody says the bracha. And they said the yachid, only he says the bracha. Bray or bar bray. Great grandchildren, they have no shachas, but the great grandfather. So they don't say the bracha, but they only go up until two generations later. Bray or bar bray. That's the girsas agoyim. What are the locations? What are they? So says, Where a Yamsuf split, Okay, that we know. What is Marbus Nachalai Arnon? Avre Avne El Godish? What are these? What are all these stories? Evan Okay. The next one says in Chumash, Evan Shiyoshavada Moshe Bishosh Asiyoshua Mohammed Bamalek. That says in Chumash, Moshe Abenu was holding his hands up and he was standing the whole time. And all day long there was a Mohammed. So he, he was an old man. So they got him a big stone and he sat down. So that says that says in the Chumash. So that story, we know what it was. There was a miracle, Kozman Shiyotav Shal Moshe were up in the air and everybody was looking, was talking, Klapi Milo. And they were relying on HaKadosh Baruch to help in the war. Then uh, Yisrael were menatzchim uh, in the Mulchama. And when Moshe Aben put his hands down, then they were not menatzchim in the Mulchama. So at least that Evan says in Chumash, Evan Shiyosha Vala Moshe Mishosha Asurisha Mulchama Mamal, that says. Ishta Shalot says that she turned into a Nitziv Melech. At least we know the story. Sigmar says, if you see the location, which is Ishtar Shalot, anybody knows where Ishtar Shalot is today? And every time you go, they, they know where it is. Probably don't know. Somehow in the days of the Tanoim, there was still an Etziv Melach, and they knew that was Ishtar Lot. And they said, what bracha did they say? You don't say, that uh, we're not descendants from Lot. And what I was going to say, what bracha you say? Chomus Yericha, that says in Tanach, Chomus Yericha, Shenivlo Bimkaimo. So on those you have to say a bracha. I'll call himself Shitan Hoidor, Vishavach Lefnei Hamokam. So the Gemara says, what are the stories here? We know Kriyas Yamsu. Marbis Hayardain was a day of Vishubinun. Vayamdokan Nasiyam Bris Hashem. Vechorava also was dry land with Tochayardain. Where the Yardain used to flow, it was completely dry. And the Kohanim who were carrying the Aram Bris Hashem. We're walking on dry land. So the first few we know. What is Marbis Nachalai Arnon? What in the world is that? What is the story? It says What do the words mean? What is Esvahev? The Gemara says, that was the name of two Mitzoroim. Tono says in the Bryce, Esvahe Besufo, Ashnei Mitzoroim Hayu. So Mitzoroim has to be Mechut Slamachna. Mitzoroim is not allowed to enter the whole city of Yerushalayim. He's not, enter, not allowed to enter Ayoros HaMakavos Chamaish Yishur Binun. So when they were traveling in the Midbar, the Mitzoroim couldn't be in the Machna Yisrael. Not allowed to be in Yerushalayim because Yerushalayim has a din like Machna Yisrael. That's the Shalit Mitzrayim, and not a lot of be in Ayoros Hamakavaschem and Mimos Yeshua Binun. Also, that's the same din as uh, as Yerushalayim. All Ayoros Hamakavaschem 
have a different din in the Chumash. If you sell a bias, but you sell a house, you can only force the Lokeach to sell it back to you within the first year. If you didn't goil, if you weren't goil the bias within a year, so the bias is nechla to the Lokeach and, and you kiss it goodbye, you don't get it back again. But that doesn't show that it has it's a different din. Gula's batim. That doesn't show that Ayoris Hamakav Chavas Hashem Benun have a din of like Machna Yisrael. That's a big machloek that's a rishonim. Lo yovel tocha Machna. If a mitzora enters Yerushalayim, he gets malchus. What if the mitzora enters the other any one of the other Ayoris Hamakav Chavas that he's not allowed to go into? He's also like it. So that's a big machloek that's a rishonim. So some rishonim say, yeah. All ayaras hamakavus hamesur shabinun have a din like Yerushalayim. It's machna. It's called machna Yisro. Machna shchin is the azora. Machna levi is the harabais, and all of Yerushalayim is is machna Yisro. And all ayaras hamakavus hamesur and hold have a din like like Yerushalayim also. Really, it has a day like Mishlam, so you can take my, so you can take a kachim kalim. You can eat kachim kalim on a yoris of kafid chayma. Kachim kalim can be eaten in all of Yerushalayim. So the, um, so the uh, Mabit was a contemporary Ramosha Ditrani. Mabit was a contemporary of Rabbi Yosef Karo in Swat. They were together in the best. He wrote his sefer. He wrote, uh, he wrote a Sefer on Hashkafa. Then he has a Chubas in Mabit. So the Mabit, I think, writes like that, that theoretically you would, he has in his Sefer on the Rambam. What's the Sefer on the Rambam called? I forgot already. The Mabit also. Kiyat Sefer. What? Kiyat Sefer. Kiyat Sefer, yeah. The Kiyat Sefer. So the Kesad Mishnah, you look in the Kesad Mishnah, he comments on the Ram. Where did the Ram get the din from? So he said, it's a Mishnah, it's a Yerushalmi, it's a Babali, it's a Gemara, it's a Chubas HaGoyedin. He always gives it the Mekoros. And when, he, when he's not sure, he raises an issue. And the Kirat Sefer is always different, always has something different. He never writes the normal Mar Mekoros. So that's why it didn't have too much muzzle <laughs> for so many generations. The Ketzal Mishnah is printed on the side of the Rambam. Because he gives you all the marmakamis for the Ramam, the Mabit and the Kira Sefer. He always gives uh, something unusual, something strange. So he writes, so he writes like that, that really all Ayaras Hamakafis Chaimah have a din like Yerushalayim, has a din like Machna Yisrael. And you should theoretically be allowed to eat Kachim Kalim there. However, you have to shech the Kachim Kalim in the Azar. You have to shech it in the Azar. can't shech it in Yerushalayim. Huh? No, you have to shecht in the Azara Mamish. So then how is it going to get from the Azara to the Ayoras HaMakafas Chaimah? Azara is inside the Harabais, which is inside Yerushalayim. So it's not going to be Nifsal B'yotze. But if you're going to take the Kachim Kalim from the Azara to Ayoras HaMakafas Chaimah, it'll be Nifsal B'yotze. So then it doesn't help once you take it into the Ayoras HaMakafas Chaimah. But it's already puzzle. Hmm. That's why. That's why. That's what he says. And now the, the Rishonim, this, it's a big machlek, it's in the Rishonim. Whether all our Yoros HaMakaf is Chaim, if that's the reason why, then they ask, if that's the reason why, so it should be he asked, it might be himself he asked. 
then it should be permissible to eat Maishasheni and Ayaris HaMakaf HaZchayna. If you say all Ayaris HaMakaf HaZchayna have a din, like Yerushalayim, so Maishasheni is not Nifsal B'yaitzei. If you take Maishasheni Chutz L'Yerushalayim, you take it back and you can eat it. So, so why aren't you allowed to eat Maishasheni uh, in all Ayaris HaMakaf HaZchayna Dinak Yerushalayim? So the Mabit answers no. Maishasheni needs a higher level of machna. It's not, it's not enough. Because the Pesach says, the Pesach says that we should, you should eat the Maishasheni Yerushalayim and you will be and you will be influenced when you see Ka'anam Avadasam Alevim Biduchanam and you saw the Ma'amadam, you'll see the Beis Hamikdash, then you'll be influenced and you'll grow in Yerushalayim. So that's a special consideration by Maishasheni. So even though for Kochim Kalim, theoretically, all Ayaras HaMakaf you should have been able to eat Kochim Kalim and Ayaras HaMakaf the only reason why you can't is because it'll be Nipsal B'yotzi, because the Shechit has to take place in the Azara. But by Maishasheni, Maishasheni needs a higher level of Yerushalayim than Kochim Kalim. The Pashtun says, if anything, it should be the opposite. That Kachim Kalim should need a higher level of Yerushalayim than Maishasheni. Kachim Kalim has to, it's a carbon. You have to shecht it in the Azara. Maishasheni, you don't have to take in the Azara at all. So why why should you say that Maishasheni needs a higher level? But that's the Machlaikis, the Mabit, and no, the Machlaikis and the Rishonim. <coughs> the Gemara says that Gagamaliyas learn is Kachu. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, I'm Sochim. When they ate the Korban Pesach, they had to eat it on the ground level. And Yerushalayim wasn't big enough. They had millions of people came to eat Korban Pesach. On Leil Seder. millions of people came. There wasn't enough room for everybody to eat on the ground level. You can't eat on the second floor, on the rooftops. You can't eat. So they had to eat in shifts. They had to eat in shifts, like here in the Heights. So years ago, every apartment building had one sukkah. And they had to draw lots to determine who has the, who has the right to eat right. on the night of Sukkot, the first shift, and who has the right to eat the second shift, and who got stuck with the third shift. And the people from the second and third shift would always be there and tell the people, hurry up and finish eating, I don't want to start at 12 o'clock, I want to eat early. So in, in the Beis Amigdush, when they ate the Korban Pesach, they had to eat in ships because there wasn't enough room, and you can't eat on a higher level. So that's a big machloikas. Does that apply also? The Gemara only says it by carbon Pesach. Does it only apply to carbon Pesach? Or does it apply to all Kachim Kalim? That Gagam Aliyah is Kachim. So some Rishonim hold, it's only carbon Pesach. Others hold, no. It applies even to all Kachim Kalim, but it doesn't apply to Maishasheni. Maishasheni, you don't need the same level of Kedusha. Maishasheni, a lower level is also good. Gagam Aliyah is Kachim don't have the higher level of Kedusha Shushalayim, that's needed for eating kachim kalim, but it has enough kedusha. Gagam alias in Yerushalayim, you can eat, you can eat uh, maishasheni. That's the opposite from what the Mabit said. Mabit said to eat maishasheni, you can eat it in Ayarasam Kafas Chaima, even though kachim kalim, you could theoretically have eaten. Then the third sheet is that uh, that even in maishasheni also you can eat it on gagam alias. So all the three sheets in the Rishonim. Anyway, so the Gemara says here, in the Midbar, Esvaheif, with two Mitzaroim, 
and the Machne Yisrael had the din like like Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim has the din like Machne Yisrael. So Mitzrayim are not allowed are not allowed to enter into Machne Yisrael. So they were Shnei Mitzrayim had to have a Malcham Mestof Machne Yisrael outside. They were li- they were traveling along with Bnei Yisrael, but outside of the Machne because Mitzrayim is not allowed to enter Yerushalayim. Then Kehavi Chal for Yisrael when the Jewish people were traveling in the Midbar for forty years also. Amoiroi, the Nachrim who lived there, <coughs> came. Abdullahon Niki Rusa. They dug out caves in the edges of the mountains, in the cliffs. The Toshabahon, and they would hide there. The Glaim would hide there. Amri, they said to themselves, they planned, when the Jews will travel over here in the valley, Niktalina, we will kill them all. The Palestinians. They, they, were, they hid they, in the cliffs. Yeah, so they were hiding in the cliffs. Well, the and the and the and the Amoroi, the Goyim didn't realize they didn't know the fact. The Oren Havemazki Kamayu, the Sal Hamimemech Lahu Turimikamayu. When they were traveling, so they were carrying the Oren Abris first. Oren Abris w- would knock down all of the mountains, so that the traveling would be easy for Menei Sal Habememech Lahu leveled. The mountains, Turi, the mountains become Mayu. Given the Osa Oren, so what happened was the Bnei Yisrael were about to come. So these Goyim were hiding out in the cliffs and the mountains. They wanted to kill the Jews when they passed by in the valley. So when <clears throat> when they went with the Oren, given the Osa Oren, when the Oren came before Bnei Yisrael, it Turi Bahadi Hadodi, there was a. a a cliff in the mountain, two mountains near each other, and the two mountains moved. They moved away, and mm. all of the enemies who were hiding in the in the cliffs and the mountains got crushed to death. Mm. So their blood was rolling down the side of Mount Katlina. That miracle occurred. And the blood was in the, in the valley over there. And Ki also Esvahev, when these two Mitzrayim, Passed uh, by there, they saw a lot of blood and they reconstructed what happened that the enemy was hiding in the mountains and the two mountains moved together because the Aaron Abris was taking everything out that it should be easy to travel. So the two Mitzrayim were the ones who realized that there was a miracle here. The rest of the Kalisa didn't even realize it. So the Mitzrayim, Amri Luhuli Yisrael, the Omer Shira, then they said the Shira. That appears in, later in the end of Bamid. Behind it said, Eshed on Cholam Eshed on Cholam Eshed. There was a, a river of blood. Eshed not to the Shabbosov and Ishan the Gvul Because one of the mountains moved over to the other one and it crushed the enemies who were there. So that's, so when you see that location, if anybody remembers where it was, and apparently in the days of the Tanoim, they still knew where it was, where that miracle occurred. So what is that called? That's. What did, what did Bryce call that? Mabris, Mabris, Nachle Arnon. When you go to that location, you say, Boch Shasun Nisim, Boch Hatoshan Makhara Shon Asun Nisim, Lavasena Bamokamazer. What's Avne El Govish? What in the world is that referring to? So the Gemara says, Avne El Govish, my Avne El Govish. What is he referring to? Tono, there's a Bryce that explains. 
what that's all about. Avonim she'omdu al gav ish. Yordu al gav ish. What does it mean? Omdu al gav ish, then Moshe, from the Esa Makas, so one of the Makas was Borod. And the Borod is hail. So we, once in a while it hails in New York. Once every couple of years it hails. So you have chunks of the hails are, are falling down. Nobody gets killed from the hail. If you walk in the street, the hail is not so big. There's not such big uh, chunks that it's like throwing a, a rock at you. But over here it says, Oh, what does it say? Al Gavish. Avnei El Gavish. Who's called an Ish? Moshe Aben is called an Ish. So Omdu Al Gavish, Omdu Al Gav Moshe. Because when Makas Borod was supposed to come to an end, so, when Moshe Abena prayed to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Paru asked him, please, please pray to Hashem that he should stop the Machas Barad and not let the Jewish people go free. So when the bird was flying down and the hail, the hail was flying, that big chunks that could kill people. People who were outside would be killed because of the bird. So when the hail was coming down, it stopped in midair and it remained suspended there. It wasn't pulled down with the pull of gravity, remained there. And then years later, in the days of Yeshua ben Nun, it says, Yordu al Gavish ze Yeshua. Why? Because you haven't, you haven't Chumash. Moshe Abben is referred to Ish Moshe Anamiyod, and Yeshua ben Nun is referred to as an Ish. Kach lochas Yeshua ben Nun, Ish Asherach What happened in the days of Yeshua ben Nun? Al Gavish. The Borod was suspended in midair when Moshe Rabbeinu prayed to Hashem and the Borod shouldn't come down. So it remained suspended. And then in the days of Yeshua Benun, it was called Ish. It came down and it hit the enemy. So the Gemara has a tradition that was the Borod that killed the Mitzrayim by the Makas Borod that remained suspended in midair. And years later, in the days of Yeshua Benun, he came and he killed the enemy. So if you see that location, now Mustafa, nobody knows where it is, but you see that location where that nets occurred, then you recite this bracha, bracha shosan neslav usain ba mokam azeh. What is the evan shabik yashog malach abosh and lizu kalisa? Where is that? Where is the Where is the source in Tanakh? Kimor gemiri lo. It's a tradition. There's no pasuk at all for that. As for hey besu for tanakhalam aran, at least there's a pasuk. And the Gemara has a whole interpretation on the post. But this whole story that Ogma Lachaboshim wanted to throw a gigantic uh, rock on the Bnei Yisrael, this is just a tradition. So what did, what's the story? Gemara Gemiri Lo, you have a tradition. Omar, he said, Ogma Lachaboshim was a giant. He said to himself, Machne Yisrael Kamahavi, how big is Machne Yisrael? 12 mil. Yud base mil. That's Telosa Parsa. Parsa is 4 mil. So if you have 3 Parsa, it's going to be 12 mil. That's why there's a machloikas hatanoim, where the trumen is the raisa the rabbonon. We paskan trumen al paimama is only the rabbonon, but the Rambam paskans like the Riff who quotes the Rishama the end of the first Perikan Erevin. The Mishnah has a din there about the trumen, so the so the Rambam follows the Riff who follows the Rishama that all the tanoim agree that there is a din of trumen the raisa yud base mil al yeshish. How does the Pasuk say? Al Yetzi ba Yamashvi. So there's a Machlekes Hadarib Pshat. Al Yetzi Mishkama, the moment you go out to Kela Biyado to look for Mun. 
because there was no Erev in the image, but you're going to carry pots and pans to collect the money, put it in, it'll be over on Hoytzor. Because it was, uh, the Midbar had a dinner of Rusha, had a dinner of Rusha Saram de Raisa. And when they would travel, when Bereza would travel in the Midbar, had a dinner of Rusha Saram de Raisa. So that's the Pashup shot. That's one shot in the Pashup. Al Yechish Mimkomo, the Kayla Biodo. He's going to carry pots and pans. It's the Nisa Hoytzor. And the other shot is the Rebbe Kivis shot. Al Yechish Mimkomo, that's the Din of Tchumen. So, so the Ramam says, even though we paskin, the Ramam said based on Yerushalmi, the Bavli never says a word about this, but the Yerushalmi says, even though the din of Tchum and Apai Mama is one mil, is only the Rabbanan, we don't accept Rav Akiva's opinion, that Tchum and one mil is the Raisa, but Tchum and Yud Beis Mil, Yud Beis Mil was the Shira Machna Yisrael, that's a din Tchum and Raisa. Okay, that you're not allowed to... He not allowed to go Yud Beis Mil out of this, the whole Yud Beis... The Machne is always Yud Beis Mil at Yud Beis Mil. See, not allowed to go Yetzi Ishmael Komo. Not allowed to go Yud Beis Mil outside of the Yud Beis Mil. The whole the whole city is Kedala Hamas Domi. See, not allowed to go Midr Abon. You're not allowed to go one mil. Al Paimama and Menatir. It's only Osir. You go Yud Beis Mil. How they figure out this? The Machne is always Yud Beis Mil. Anyway, so the Gemara says on the first wide line, Omar so Oig Melech Abosham said to himself, he thought in his mind, Machnes al Kamahavi plus a Parsi, Ezel, let me go, I will go, V'i'ekatura, bar Tlos of Parsi, I'll detach a little hill, he was a giant, he's got to take a hill, that's Yud Beis Mil, and he'll drop it on the Jewish people, the Ishdi Alayu, I'll drop this little mountain on the whole Jewish Machnes, and they'll all be crushed to death. So what happened was Azal Okarturer Batlosapar. So he took, he yanked, he detached from the ground a little mountain that was Yud Beis Milal, Yud Beis Mil, the ICL and he carried it onto, he suspended it above his head. He was going to drop it on top of the Jewish Machnisor. Vaisi Kuchibarichu Alei Kamtse. So Bonashon brought ants, and the ants were making holes in this gigantic mountain. They made holes. So the whole mountain fell down on top of his uh, neck, on top of his head. So he was stuck under the mountain. So he wanted to take the mountain off, off of his head. So he had buck teeth in the front. So the two teeth in the front are gigantic. He was a giant. So because of the teeth, he couldn't get it up above his head. So he was stuck like that. The and the and he couldn't remove it from his head. That's what the Pasuk and Tilim is referring to. What do you mean? HaKadosh Baruch Hu breaks the teeth. Shinayim of the Rishayim. He breaks the teeth of the Rishayim. And you can interpret the Pasuk, not Shibarta, but Shirvafta. Shibafta means you extended the teeth, not that he broke the teeth of the Rosham, extended the buck teeth of the Russia of Ogmalachaboshan so that he couldn't get the mountain off of his head. His teeth got caught in the mountain. And then he was a giant. he was a giant. So what happened with him? So we have a tradition, Moshe Abena killed Ogmalachaboshan. Moshe Abena Kamahave, how tall was Moshe Abena? Eser Amis, 
how they figure this out? The Mishkan. Because he made the Mishkan. Mishkan was ten amas tall. Moshe Abbeinu is a giant. Moshe, ten amas. Oh, hi. Okay, I'm coming right away. I'm enjoying listening to Shir. What, what? I'm a little, I'm a little disoriented because yeah. it's not first, first year or so. Okay, so the Gemara said because so when the, when you see this, so the Gemara said Moshe Abena was a giant. He jumped up, also ten arms high, and he killed the uh, Malchabosh. So the Gemara says when you see that location, if you have a tradition, when you see that location, then he said the Baruch Belshas and that's what I was saying about Malchabosh. Okay, I apologize. I have to go to a family function. I believe that tomorrow is normal. Tomorrow is a normal day. Tomorrow is 12.45. Quarter to one. Quarter to one.